welcome to Everything Is Black and White podcast. In this episode, we take an in-depth look at Mash Holden's latest accounts, which of course means a bit of news for Newcastle United. Our business of football writer Chris Knight spoke to Kieran Maguire, known for his price of football book, his expertise in football finance, and he's also a university lecturer down in Liverpool in the same field. He's tried to pick out the main points and explain it really in the simplest of terms so we can all get a better understanding of what the latest accounts mean for Newcastle United. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. And yeah, obviously we've got to start with the publication of the Mash Holdings accounts. Obviously, Newcastle fans have picked up on it and there's been plenty of sort of, you know, bits and bobs going around on social media. First of all, what what, what did you take from it? Uh, Mash Holdings is indicative of the fact that Mike, Mike Ashley owns a huge empire of which uh, Newcastle are, are a small cog in terms of the amount of uh, revenue that it generates, but, but it's still contributing 20% of the profits of the group overall. So Newcastle had a good financial year uh, in 2018-19, uh, in um, and, and that certainly helped Mike Ashley's overall business, which, uh, which made around about £178 million of profit. So... Uh, you, you can see why Mike Ashley is trying to get a good price for the club from his point of view, because it did make a, you know, a, a fairly significant contribution to, uh, to, to his overall gains in terms of profitability. Uh, at the same time, I don't think the club fits in with the rest of the group. So there, there's a logic in selling it. Um, and I'm sure fans uh, will wave him a cheery goodbye. And obviously, as you said, like it, as you said, it's kind of like a small cog in you know the empire that he's got. So large parts of it were focused on you know matters that probably wouldn't be in any interest to Newcastle fans. What did you take from it that was perhaps most interesting to you know fans up here? And perhaps was there anything that sort of surprised you from from a football's perspective with his business? Um, no, I, I think the, the the football part of the business probably uh, carries a disproportionate amount of the wage bill. Uh, but then it, thinking about it logically, re- retail isn't a particularly well-paid industry and football that, that the talent end is. Um, the the business is well run. Uh, it, um, I know Mike Ashley is not a popular person on Tyneside, but uh, he's putting all of the money broadly back into the business uh, he's not taking out a salary. He's not paying himself a dividend. So he is trying to reinvest uh, into what is a really tough market as far as retail is concerned. But yeah, we all, we all know that the high street is suffering uh, as a result of the pandemic. And these results uh, are 2019 results. So this is pre-pandemic. Uh, if things have deteriorated since then, it gives another indication as, as to why he wants to divest himself of Newcastle United because it's a potential cash asset uh, if, if it's sold. Um, and whilst uh, the the uh, the Mash Holdings business, which which contains Sports Direct and all of his other elements, uh, whilst it had a fair amount of cash at the end of 2019, that will have deteriorated uh, over the course of 2020. 
Mm-hmm. And obviously that's a really important point to make because these obviously are, these accounts I believe they might have been delayed as a result of everything that's going on, but these do only go up to the end of April, if, if obviously that's correct. So are we, are we were obviously looking at that point, I think it was possibly, see it's all blowing into one like month or so, the season had been suspended by that point. So are you, are you, com- you know, are you fairly confident that those accounts are probably not showing any sort of real impact to what's happening currently? No, that th- those will be... Uh, remember that that's 2019 his account so it, it's all pre-covid um mike ashley does have a habit he's a man that doesn't welcome any form of scrutiny um and he uses every uh, every available uh clause in in company law to to avoid uh, and delay showing showing his uh his performance in in terms of his empire um, I, I think it will have struggled over the course of 2019-20 um, and it will be having even bigger problems in 2021. Um, and again, it's a perfectly logical reason for why he wants to uh, sell the club. I mean, the club, the club clearly has been up for sale for a period of time. And, and in addition to that, the, the, the cash boost um, and the, the, the ability that selling the club will, will allow him to to focus on on the the day to day challenges that he has, which are significant, mm-hmm. and obviously your best place to give this because we can look at this these accounts in isolation and you know pick out bits and bobs that are interesting to Newcastle fans. But how how have you seen these accounts that have come out? Obviously, there's you know larger focus elsewhere, and Newcastle is just a small part of it. How does it, from your from your experience, how do they compare to perhaps other Premier League accounts that have sort of come out for the same period that again are before everything that's happening right now is probably taken effect? Um, look at looking at the accounts. I think some of the key issues uh, would be things such as the wage bill, which is mm. is lower than you would perhaps expect for a club of Newcastle's stature. Uh, and I think that, to a certain extent, reinforces the view that Mike Ashley hasn't historically uh, been keen to pay wages um, of a level which will take Newcastle to the next step. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we've, uh, West Ham's wage bill went up by £13,000 a week per player. Uh, Everton's was a lot higher and so on. And, and I think, uh, as, as a Newcastle fan... Uh, you know, I, I would be wanting my club to be on par with Everton, mm-hmm. West Ham, Leicester, clubs of that stature. Um, and they might be a bit disappointed that, that the club isn't because clearly it, it has you know, certain benefits in terms of being a one-city club, the, the size of the stadium and things of that nature. Uh, one of the other things that, that uh, comes out is that uh, he's he's not managed to to increase match day income over the course of the last decade. Now that could be a good thing. That might be indicative, uh, and you'd be much closer to this than I would. That he he's always taken the view that uh, that, that ticket prices um, are going to be frozen or, or rise at very low levels, which can only benefit fans. Uh, the the other thing that I've been looking at in, in terms of the performance of, of the club over the last decade is, to a certain extent, there's been a lost opportunity um, from the commercial and marketing side. 
uh, when, when if you if you look at uh, if you look at Newcastle United uh, a decade ago or just over a decade ago when Mike Ashley came in, uh, it was it was as big as Spurs and Spurs have pushed on and Newcastle have just dobbed along. Yeah, they, they've they've just won. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. And uh, Newcastle does have a brand. You know, it, it is it is a famous city. And uh, I think that that has been a lost opportunity. Uh, it, it is it is difficult competing with clubs in London, so you, you have to acknowledge that. But uh, it, it 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 could have been done in a way which would make Newcastle more attractive to to sponsors, to commercial partners, um, to to get the brand out um, and to get the the voice of the club out, not just domestically. But uh, I think overseas, in particular, uh, what was was somewhere where they've perhaps uh, done less well than they could have done. Mm -hmm. And when you obviously, sorry, just final point from the, on the side. When you talk about the commercial sort of side, I think one of the big bugbears that comes up with fans when it comes to that, because obviously I think the comparison with Spurs over the last decade has come up a lot, would be the sort of the signs around the stadium. Is that is that you know the Sports Direct ones that have that are in place and I know it's sort of come up in recent years when it's been how much is the club sort of prof, you know profiting from that is there any sort of benefit for the club is that something that you've sort of looked into or has it come up in these these accounts well uh, if, you, if you take a look at the small print you, you do mm -hmm. see that there are transactions between Sports Direct and the football club um, whether they are premium rates probably not uh, you know, we, we do see some club owners have uh, very lucrative arrangements between the football club and other parts of their empire. Uh, to give you an example, Sheffield Wednesday have a, uh, a taxi sponsor uh, owned by the club owner, which doesn't own any taxis, which would seem to be sort of fundamentally flawed. Um, but it does pump money into the football club. Uh, the best thing that could be said that the, the the transactions between Sports Direct and uh, and Newcastle United are that they must they might be at arm's length they they're they're not uh, they're not hugely profitable for the club itself and of course the club does buy a lot of merchandise it would appear from from uh, Sports Direct and then goes on to sell that and vice versa so uh, I think that's that that's a that's a cloudy issue. Um, and certainly that was also a cloudy issue. If, if you look at Mike Ashley's relationship with Rangers Football Club, yeah. and that also turned toxic. So just a quick note, we're now over on YouTube at the Everything is Black and White podcast. And if you're liking what you're hearing, why not come and see what we're producing? We'd really like you to hit subscribe. We're also over on Instagram at Chronicle NUFC and in the usual place on Twitter and Facebook. We'd really like the likes, the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support, we can't get very far. So thank you very much for listening.